You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Harder than shells from a piece when I fire. Harder than hell. Feel the heat through the wire. Well, we have reached episode number 19, one away. From the monumental number 20, which will be uh, more than 20 weeks that we've been doing this show, PJ. And uh, it seems like it seems like we just started practically, doesn't it? It does. It seems like just the other day we were kicking around on the radio, just a couple of bros, <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> and now we've blown up and, you know, it's international celebrities and it's just unbelievable. Red, red carpet events, yeah. you know, just top shelf everywhere we Caviar, go. Caviar, champagne. <laughs> Limousines, Rolls Royce. I, I, I drink out of a pimp cup now everywhere I go. I'm dieting, so I have to drink water out of it, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Throw some BCAAs in there. It does suck. I want to just start off the show by saying that I am actually, you know, th- this is not even a joke. My subscribers have went up more than yours since last show. You were at 70, 75,072 at the last mm-hmm. time we did the show. You are now at seventy five thousand and like one hundred and fifty six or something, and I have one. No, up. it's gone up a little bit. It's seventy five thousand two hundred and six. Okay, well, I'm still over. I'm still kicking your ass. I think I've, I've got like three hundred since last week, and uh, this is this is perplexing. But can you please please let the the listeners know what your total subscribers are? like thirty three hundred or something thirty two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes, you're destroying me, but my growth, my rate of growth, has surpassed you now. If, I think I got just, a little too cocky with the subscribers. If it just keeps going at this rate, PJ, in like 55 years, I will pass you by. Yeah, you will. You know what? I got too cocky, and I started calling out Aaron Stern. Yeah. And I got all into the whole subscribers thing, and then, I don't know, I, 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 I tapped out my subscribers, I guess. It's funny because you literally reached your audience, like, uh, potential. It's like, you know, like genetic potential for a bodybuilder. You know, you can only get so far <laughs> until it just stops. And uh, now, I have I mean, I even advised you to put up some, like, progress pictures. And you got a lot. You got, like, 60 shares on one of the progress pictures I had you do. I suggested for you. I figured this would boost you back up. You know, this would be like um, somebody reaching their genetic potential and starting steroids. But in reality, it didn't do anything. In reality, you actually dropped a few. And then you came back a little bit. But it was like... Uh, it didn't help you at all. You have reached your genetic potential, and, and and you seem to have hit a wall. Yeah, I'm kind of like the, uh, you know, the hot girl in high school that was like, you know, hit her peak in like 11th grade, and then you see her at like 25, and she's kind of like fat and, and and not looking too good anymore, and you're like, oh man, that girl hit her peak early, huh? Yeah, uh, that's, that's that's what happened to me. You were Shame. too you were Shame. too slutty and did too much drugs earlier on. <laughs> my uh, my future, as far as subscribers goes, was pretty promising. Um, and then, I don't know, they're probably going to do a, uh, VH1 will do it behind the uh, thing, behind the subscribers about me, what happened. <laughs> I, I, why do you think that I, I uh, just all of a sudden just stopped? I think that the, the gay men that are into bodybuilders, you reached all of them. And it took a little while, you reached every single one of them, minus, you know, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you keep growing about 100 or so a week. But um, I think you reached the limit of the gay guys that are into bodybuilding, and that's just it. There's just only so many. And that seven, can't be right. I mean, there's billions of people on the planet. You're telling me there's only 75,200 gay guys out there that like bodybuilders? No, I, I think that there's, let's say, let's say there's a billion people on Facebook, okay? I don't think, that, maybe, there's, maybe there's that many. And now, of those billion people, let's say half of them are men. So that's 500 yeah. million. 
And of those 500 million, let's say, um, let's say a quarter of those 500 million. So 125 million, let's say this is a hundred, let's say a hundred million are gay men, a hundred million are gay men. And then Uh of those gay men, um, only let's say half of them, because a lot of gay men do like bodybuilders. So half of them, 500 million, I mean, let's see, we went from 50 million of them are, you know, gay men who are attracted to muscle guys. Now, the guys in the United States, because if you look, you don't have as many people from outside the United States because I don't think they see you as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're friends. So you look at the people in the United States, let's say that's a fifth of the people. Now you're down to 10 million. And of those 10 million, only 75,000 have heard of P.J. Braun, apparently. Uh, I don't know. I think there's a conspiracy going on, personally. You think you, the uh, the Facebook gods heard uh, heard you calling out Aaron Stern and they didn't like it? I don't know. I think it's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like, like in Hunger Games when the uh, the underdog girl, they didn't want her to win and they started like kind of like fixing the game so she couldn't win. You think Aaron Stern and a, and a cabal of um, other fitness people are in this against you? Possibly. And the, the, the number... The, the rapid increase of the number just started scaring people, and you know maybe there's like a, a, a master switch uh, up in the Facebook network that can just shut your subscribers down. You get enough of these hot fitness chicks to uh, email or you know kind of proposition Mark Zuckerberg. You know he doesn't get asked like he doesn't get asked like Aaron Stern and these girls. So you know if they offer him the right uh, price, so to say, mm-hmm. then you never know. They might he might flip the switch on PJ Braun. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's really hilarious because it was going up on an average of a few hundred every day. Some days it was a fi- it was 500. Uh, I think there was even a couple of days where it went up over 1,000. It was rapidly going up. And then all of a sudden, it just turned into like two, three, four subscribers. Like, that's it. Weird. It's just, just completely shut down. Anyway, um, I, I, I hope and pray, PJ, that your subscribers go back to... Um... Go back to once they once they once were. You know, maybe people can you you can help, ask people to help out and promote your page. Say alert gay men uh, all over the world that uh, PJ Braun needs more subscribers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you need to start doing a progress picture every night of a different body part. Like do like you know you'll have like seven body parts, and the last one like on Sunday you'll do the penis, and you'll do <laughs> and you work your way around to it. And, you know, I mean, you could really, I, I feel like you could garner a lot of followers that way. Well, it's kind of funny because uh, I have a, a new client in the gym, and he's, like, very openly gay. Uh, and he likes bodybuilders, and, uh, you know, we, we came up on the, the subject of a lot of bodybuilders that he knew. Does he flirt with gay. you? Uh, yeah, not too much. He knows it's business. Um, uh, he's a lot older than me. Uh, he's 55. Anyway, um not that that matters. But, no, I was about um, to say. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he started saying how, like, many of his friends that were bodybuilders, uh, you know, are gay. And, uh, you know, uh, gay guys, like, typically have, that, like, you know, kind of like fantasies about bodybuilders. And I, I said, oh, yeah. I, I go, as a matter of fact, you know, and I was actually talking like perhaps, you know, he wouldn't know this. I said, as a matter of fact, a, a great deal of my fans are, are, are gay. And he goes, oh, I know all about your following. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, oh, okay. And I started laughing, and he was like, "Why do you think I tracked you down?" <laughs> I, was <just> like, <laughs> I was like, "All right, all right, do your set. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you uncomfortable at all, or you don't care? No, and I actually think it's hysterical. 
So, so he discovered you through your gay following. He must have been looking at some of those gay pictures that you took back in the day that you regret. And he's like, "Hmm, I need to track him down." Yeah, he's funny. He's he's uh, he's very uh, open, uh, and which I find to be awesome. You know, so we can just talk and laugh and like joke around and stuff. And he tells me, you know, about, uh, he's single now, and you know, he went out the other night, and some like twenty-two-year-old guy was like trying to pick him up and he was like listen a couple more shots of tequila and i might have got a little crazy but he's like i was in i was in control and and i, and I was like hey when i was young i used to always go for older chicks i was like i give that little 22 year old old props i'm like you got to give him respect he had balls to, to come at you and he was like he was aggressive <laughs> and he goes he goes but i was good and i'm not supposed to be drinking on my diet and then he goes i can't promise i won't do any ecstasy this weekend and i was like whoa <laughs> i was like oh all right well i respect your honesty <laughs> I was like, well, we'll, uh, we'll work the diet around that. <laughs> Tell him ecstasy burns calories. I love that. <laughs> I had a gay client, this guy Robert, in uh, in Baton Rouge uh, back in the day, and uh, I got to tell you, he was he was almost a little bit much because he's giving me all the details of all his like, you know, one of the interesting things about this guy Robert is he had slept with a thousand guys in his uh, yeah. A lot of these time. gay guys have, they get so much ass. Yeah, a thousand. A thousand? Can you imagine, VJ? A thousand? That's that's a big I don't know, I, I think Flower told uh, Amber he's been with like well over three hundred. Yeah, well, by the time he's Robert's age, because he's about fifty years old, uh, yeah. Robert R- Robert and uh, Flower pro- Flower might pass him up by then. Actually, yeah, he's had a good good pace going. Yeah, well, Flower uses the internet. You know what I mean? Robert didn't have the internet back in the seventies and eighties and stuff. He didn't have Grinder. Yeah, Flower could just punch up on his phone and he could find. No, a dozen guys in a few hours to fuck. You can just go from one still, to another. I'm still, my, my mind is still blown by that. Did you like that? I, I thought that was interesting about the, the program where the gay guys can like, I forget what, what he said the name of it was, but it's something where if you have crystal meth or you have drugs, you can be like put in there like, I have drugs. And then like another gay guy who wants to do drugs and fuck you will like meet up and then they'll do drugs and fuck. Like, is that, that crazy? Insane. Absolutely insane. You remember, what is the name? Do you remember the name of that one? You got a good memory. I don't know. I don't know. Amber might know. I, I was like blown away. Like, the, the, like one of them will have crystal meth, and the other one will be like looking for like crystal meth. And the guy, one of them will be like, "Okay, I got crystal meth. Uh, we got to fuck." Another one, okay, and they'll meet up and fucking do crystal. Meth. I know that there, there's Adam and Adam, and then there's Grinder, the two big ones that he's on. Yeah, I don't think those are drug related. I think there's one that specifically you have to have drugs to participate, or you have to be like willing to fuck for drugs. That's great. Good yeah. times. Yeah, no wonder they've got so much AIDS going around. You know what I mean? Like that, that <laughs> yeah, sounds <laughs> that sounds sounds pretty risky to me. I gotta say. <laughs> oh, so, man. so I'm um, going from uh, uh, crazy gay sex with drugs. Let's move right on to Passover. They mm-hmm. seem to go well together. Uh, the Jewish yes. holiday Passover is coming up this weekend, um, and I actually this today we're recording this in the middle of the, in the night on Wednesday. So technically it is Thursday. On Friday morning, me and Darielle will drive to her parents' house and we will be doing uh, a Passover, the first night of Passover at her parents' house. And uh, I, Unfortunately, you've never got to come to Passover. It's one of those things I'd like to uh, introduce you to at some point or another. And, uh, I would like to be a part of Passover. I've done, I've done the whole Easter thing plenty of times. I'm, uh, I'm ready to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. P- Easter gets old after a while. you got to do Passover, right? Do you guys... Uh, so, so, you know, considering, you know, uh, like that Easter is like a, a big, like children's holiday because of the Easter bunny. Um, you know, what do you guys do? 
Passover is not a children's holiday necessarily. I mean, there is a part of the Passover service that you do at your house called where you have to find the Afikomen. And the Afikomen is, is actually, um, you know, do you know, you know what matzah is or no? It wasn't there an episode on um, Curb Your Enthusiasm with this once? Finally, the Afikomen? I think so, actually, yeah. Yeah, there was a dinner and, and yeah. like, yeah, they had to hide it or yeah. something. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. an old, that was an old Curb Your Enthusiasm. But yeah, so a piece of the Afikomen gets hidden. It's like um, customary. And um, the kids usually hide it. And then the person who is doing the, leading the, the Seder will get up and look for it. And um, if they don't find it, the the kids they'll do like hot and cold or the kids will tell them where depending on who's doing it the kids will tell them okay i'll give it to you but you got to give us some money um, ah. of course the jewish thing with the money right so the yeah. kids the kids will be like I, I remember my grandfather did it one time and i was really you know i wanted to really get some good money you know so my grandfather was like okay where's the Afi Komen? and you know i'm the oldest kid so i was like 20 bucks and you know <laughs> old jewish people they're they're even they're the cheapest right so my grandfather was like no way it's like, no way. I'm not, I'm not $20. It's crazy. And I was like, sorry, 20 bucks. Or we're not doing Because you can't finish the Passover Seder without the Afi Komen. It's the last thing you got to do. Um, he's like, no. And I was like, all right, sorry. I'm doing the Dave Palumbo voice on accident. Um, yeah, your you're, uh, you're, uh, grandpa sounds a lot like Dave. He's <laughs> like, get content. Get some content. Video, <laughs> video that. Video it. Well, Dave is half Jewish. So. Yeah, Dave is half Jewish. Um, so uh, my grandpa... Uh, we we negotiated for a while, and I ended up with ten bucks, and I brought up Nafi Komen. But uh, that's that's <laughs> that's the that is the closest you get to the kids thing. The, the actual story of Passover is not. Uh, I don't think I would say it's not very kid friendly. Actually, um, did your dad tell this one? Is this one of the stories your dad told? Yeah, did you do you remember that the, the Passover video we did at the at the yeah. house? Yes, uh, yes, I do remember. You that. want me to give you the fast version of Passover? You can give our listeners the fast version of Passover. Do you remember it? I mean, I know you got a great memory for stories. Can you? Can you? Can I don't. You give I remember this. I remember you guys sitting there and him telling it. Um, I would be absolutely shocked if you could tell the story of Passover. Uh, if you start telling it, I might be able to to jump in. I'm really slow tonight. I apologize to our listeners. Um, my brain, my brain just shut down. I was, I was, I was on fire earlier today. You took an Adderall, and we're going to get to that in a minute because you. I know okay. you, that's something that you have never. Have you ever took an Adderall before? I mean, like swallowed it, taken an Adderall like this? Um, possibly. Uh, I'm not prescribed it. I definitely do not need it. Uh, Amber has a uh, prescription for Adderall because she has ADD, and I had a lot of work to do, and I had to make a lot of phone calls, and I just was tired and wasn't like in the mood, and so I asked her for one uh, because I had, uh, from what I understand. Uh, from my research, that this would have helped me get things done, and, and which it did. It's an amphetamine. Uh, thoroughly. It's an thoroughly yeah. helped me. Yeah. Uh, but I think now it's kind of worn off a little bit. I'm a little tired. It's early. Anyway, let's go to the let's go to the uh, the, the Passover story. Okay. okay. If, it, if, it, if it jogs my memory a little. All bit. right. If you know, if you can like continue at any point, you let me know, and I'll stop because I would like to. Uh, I think it'll be fun to test you for the Passover story. And mm-hmm. regardless, I want you to pay attention because next year you will be tested on this. Okay, yes. Okay. Um, so the Passover story basically goes like this. In Egypt, the Jews, for thousands of years, they say, were slaves to the Pharaoh. And um, so they were literally, they were like, uh, you know, build the pyramids and do whatever the Pharaoh says. And, and that went on for thousands of years. I'm already years. starting to remember it now. Okay. Uh, keep going. It's something okay. with the bread, the, with the, the, uh, the 
the bread with no yeast. That's where the matzah comes from, right? Okay, okay. let me continue. You tell me what to stop. Keep going. It's, I'm already starting to, to uh, get it a little so bit. So one day, uh, Aaron and Moses, Aaron was Moses' brother. Moses had a speech impediment, so Aaron had to okay. talk for Moses. That's I, okay. I guess I was technically named after. And Aaron went to the to the Pharaoh, and uh, I mean Moses and Aaron went to the Pharaoh, and they and they told him, you know, let my people go. And the Pharaoh basically said, "Fuck off! I'm not letting them go. They're they're my slaves." And uh, so they said, "Okay, God's going to bring a series of plagues down on you." And I can't name all of them, but it was like, uh, you know, it was a every, bunch of them. Yeah, everything from it was everything from locusts. Uh, that would like you know go that would be uh, kill the crops and eat everything. To, yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, the 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 worst the, the uh, slaughter your firstborn child. Right? Ah, that's that's where it ends, right? So everything from that to blood, where the the Nile filled with blood, mm-hmm. and in the last one, the last of the plagues was the the slaughtering of the firstborn. Okay, and that's where Passover, the name Passover, comes from, because Pharaoh, after all these plagues, he still wasn't convinced. Which is, to me sounds like he's a fucking idiot because you know, if, you, <laughs> if you make the blood the river run with blood, you know, you know, and you kill all the fish. After you see something like that, you got to be like, hey, you know, maybe these guys mean business, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the Pharaoh doubted Moses and Aaron, or really Moses. Um, and, uh, you know, it got all the way down to the last one. And he said, okay, we're going to uh, kill the firstborn. And the Pharaoh, uh, the firstborn of the Pharaoh, obviously, is the one who takes over for the Pharaoh. So it's a pretty big deal, you know. Um, and what the Jewish people did was they took uh, blood and made an X on the door. And that would tell the angel of death to pass over their house and don't kill their firstborn. Um, yes. So the Pharaoh's son died. And so did the all song the... by Metallica, Creeping Death, is actually all about this. Really? Interesting. Yes. Interesting. If you, if you uh, pull up the words to Creeping Death. Well, maybe we'll play that. We should play that at the, at the commercial break. I, I will play it. Okay. And you can tell Darielle. Okay, yeah, I will play it. We should talk about that also. I'll make a note. Darielle's, Darielle's music critique. <laughs> music critique. Okay, I just put it in my, my notes here. Um, right. So, um, Moses went back to the Pharaoh and said, Hey, look, you know, we killed your firstborn. You know, I'm sure you didn't like that. Let my people go. And he said, All right, get the fuck out of here. So they started leaving. And by the time they left, you know, they got to the Red Sea and they were crossing it. And that's when the Pharaoh sent all his people after him. And remember, the, mm-hmm. the Red Sea had to split so they could get the people through before the, uh, the Egyptians came and, you know, basically recaptured them. So that is, I mean, they they wondered the 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 uh, Moses and the, all the Jews wandered the desert for forty years until they found. But it goes on; the story goes on and on. But that is the gist of the Passover story um, that Moses got all of the people out of Egypt and uh, got them away from being enslaved. So now you know, PJ. And yes, uh, I, I was starting to remember it a little bit as you were telling. I remember a little factoid. Yeah, you, you what you remembered was correct. The Jews rushed out of... Uh, and they, they had to run out yeah. so fast uh, that they couldn't wait uh, for the bread to rise. Right, and, uh, right. That, that's where they got the uh, the matzo. That's why the matzo bread is the symbol, right? It's the, it's the unleavened bread. I'm so it's proud of you, BJ. I'm so proud of you. Good job. Is that from my video, um, or is that from your mom working with the Jews for all the years? Um, probably both. Probably both. Okay. I didn't know. Um, yeah, they, they, in case people are wondering what PJ is talking about, there is, if you go to, um, I think you could probably go to YouTube and put in Singerman Passover video, and it's my dad and my family explaining Passover, which uh, is probably unique in bodybuilding media. <laughs> you probably won't find any video like that anywhere else, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that is, uh, that's what we're, what's going down on Passover. 
Um, let's talk about Adderall. Let's talk about Adderall because people are probably wondering what's going on with the Adderall. Okay. Did okay. you like? Did you first of all? Let's go. Number one, did you like the Adderall? Since you, you're not you're not somebody who first of all you don't need it, which is important because if you need Adderall, when you take Adderall, it doesn't do what. Um, like for example, what happens when your girlfriend, when Amber Day takes Adderall, she needs it. So what's the difference between um, when she doesn't have it and when she does have it? Okay, if she does not take her Adderall, it's very hard for her to focus. So she'll start like fifteen tasks uh, all in a matter of you know minutes, uh, but you won't get any of them done. Uh, you know, she'll be all over the place. Then if she does take it, she could sit and focus, and she's very, very clear and focused, and, and she can get things done very efficiently. Um, so it, it kind of, like, does, like, the opposite if you have ADD to what it would do to somebody that doesn't have ADD. Uh, it, it basically calms her thoughts and, and makes it so she can focus on her tasks. Now, me, I do, do not have ADD. So when I took the Adderall today, it made me super wired, uh, like if you were going to compare my brain, uh, to a, uh, uh, an object, I would say it was, my brain was kind of like a stealth bomber <laughs> just flying. Like, like nobody could see what I was doing, but I was moving and just dropping bombs all over the place. And I went for, <laughs> I went for, I, I went for a walk and I found a little lizard. Did you get that video by the way? Yeah, that was weird. I could tell that was definitely an Adderall induced video where you're like yeah, I saw a little, I saw a baby chasing lizard. a lizard and stuff. Yes, that was interesting. I tried to catch him who's fast. Uh, no, but I had a lot of phone calls to make today. And a lot of people that work with me know I'm super, super fast with emails. Uh, but I don't like to talk on the phone. Uh, but I had to talk to a lot of people on the phone today. So it was like I was dreading that. I had to prepare myself for that. I was really tired. So I was like, you know what, let's take some Adderall, see what happens. And it woke me the hell up. And I, I talked to all the people that I had to talk to, and I actually talked to a bunch of people that I didn't have to talk to, uh, all because of the Adderall. And I, and I did all of this while taking a walk outside, enjoying the weather. Okay, so now that you've said all this, is this something that you will do again, or is this something that um, this was a one-time I'm thing? I'm really, really like tired uh, and need to be focused on, on a lot of things, perhaps, or getting work done. I would say yes, because normally uh, we would finish this radio show and I'd go back to my emails and I'd work until, you know, late. Uh, but I'm actually done with all my work. Uh, I was like like a machine the way I was getting things done. Uh, and I was, I was on, a, on, a, on a crazy rotation of I was answering all my emails, taking care of all the stuff, uh, you know, with all the social media, uh, back to my emails, making the phone calls I had to make. I, I went through Skype posing with like five different clients today. Um, a lot, just, just, just tons of stuff I got done today. An impressive amount of stuff in a short amount of time. Um, well, I mean, you were on amphetamine, so that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. I gotta say, you know, I took some Adderall. Darielle was also prescribed Adderall because she needs it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm not, uh, I didn't really, to be honest with you, I don't enjoy taking Adderall. Um, like I feel I sweat a lot and I feel a lot, kind of uncomfortable and maybe a little jittery when I take it. But um, I will say that it is excellent for dieting because it, it doesn't, you know, you can still eat on it, but you can't, you're not hungry. So like, yeah, uh, oh, I was not hungry at all. I had to make myself eat, which yeah. obviously I can't miss my meals. So. Right. And I, I feel like, and I could miss my meals, which, what, which is a difference. You know, if you couldn't eat it at all, it wouldn't be good for bodybuilding. Yeah. But, um, but for men's physique, obviously I could skip meals and it was no big deal. Um, but, uh, 
I, I noticed that it definitely, you could tell that it, it uh, sped up your metabolism. I mean, it's, 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 it is literally an amphetamine. So uh, yeah. no surprise there, right? Mm-hmm. PJ, um, a lot of people love your music selection. And uh, what was this? What did we just say you're going to choose for the next one? Uh, Creeping Death. This was very, very fitting. Yeah. Uh, the lyrics to Creeping Death. Yeah. Oh, you, actually, you pulled them up. You pulled them up. Uh, yeah, I actually pulled them up before while we were uh, talking about it because I was thinking about it in my head as we're telling the story, uh, and that's the way my weird mind works. So I was like, I was like, wait a minute, why do I know the story so well? And uh, you know, as a uh, you know lifelong metalhead, uh, I started thinking of uh, Creeping Death and Metallica, and I was like, this is this is actually uh, what Creeping Death is about. And then I googled the lyrics real quick. Yep. Um, and it is. It's, it's actually, I'm sure a lot of people would never really know that. They probably were just like, oh, this is awesome, cool. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't take the time to actually think to, you know, wonder what these lyrics are about, you know? Some people do that. I find when people smoke weed, they do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you Google the lyrics, it's pretty much uh, verbatim what we just talked about, interestingly enough. And uh, actually, I can pull them back up because I closed it down before. But, well. um while you're looking them up, Darielle's critique, I'm going to bring it up here. We talked about it earlier off there. Um, Darielle says that, and I guess we can get the opinion of the listeners on this. Darielle thinks that too much of your music is death metal, heavy metal type music. And she knows that your, um, your interest in music is very uh, diverse. You like everything from Britney Spears to Mariah Carey to, you know, suicidal tendencies. So she wants to know why you don't choose more stuff that is uh, in between somewhere, you know, from Suicidal Tendencies and Mariah Carey. It's funny that you're bringing up Suicidal Tendencies. I think Amber was listening to Suicidal Tendencies the other day. I actually, I actually don't like them. They're like a, a hardcore, like uh, old school hardcore. Old school hardcore, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, regardless of Suicidal Tendencies, uh, she uh, she thought that you would choose something. And she also said that you should bring out, do something that's uh, in theme with what we had just talked about. I guess this- mm, yes, I actually um, found it interesting that she uh, brought that up because I actually do uh, try to pick songs that have uh, something to do with what we're talking about in some way or another. Um, and uh, the people that uh, know the lyrics to the songs that I pick, I pick or the meanings to the songs that I pick can go back. Um, a, a lot People that don't have an ear... Uh, for like aggressive metal or hardcore music, think it's just like, oh, I'll kill your mom, blah, blah, blah. But actually, typically none of it is like that at all. Uh, a lot of it can be very, very uh, dark, um, but a lot of it can be very positive. And uh, a lot of it uh, expresses a lot more feeling and emotion than, than any sh- stupid pop song uh, that you'll ever hear, uh, especially if you actually uh, develop an ear for it and, and appreciate, um, you know, some of the lyrics. Uh, uh, for instance, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, Corey Taylor of Slipknot uh, is uh, lyrically is is a genius. The songs that he writes, uh, uh, the meaning to, you know behind the songs and the emotion that he puts into his songs, but uh, to a lot of people, it just sounds like. Bah! You know? <laughs> um, I like but, uh, Slipknot. It makes me angry to work out. Uh, if 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 you uh, you know, I've told Amber before because she didn't like Slipknot. To her, that's what it sounded like, and I told her that she should Google some of the lyrics to some of their songs. Uh, and it would make her appreciate it from a different light, you know. Um, but uh, our listening, our, 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 our demographic is, uh, is a large percentage of males who uh, work out. 
That's probably the biggest uh, percentage of our demographic. And I have found over the years that, the, that lots of males that work out uh, like to listen to metal. Uh, so I try to pick a lot of the songs uh, based around that. And I, I, I do find that we have listeners uh, that also like rap, uh, and I do sneak some rap in there. Uh, I, I usually will pick um, uh, a newer uh, rap song that, that I might think might be popular at the time. Um, or sometimes, like I played Wu Tang, some old school Wu Tang recently, um, because I had talked about Method Man. Uh, I said, uh, I like Method Man, there's many different methods to, wit- to the way I do my shit, talking about myself with my clients. Uh, and then I played some Wu Tang after that. Yeah. Uh, so I actually do put thought into that. Um, Daryl is just not operating on the same level as I am. It's hard Ooh. to. I have uh, tiger blood in my veins, you know. I'm like a you're a warlock. Uh, a warlock. It's you wouldn't want to be inside my brain. You wouldn't handle it. You wouldn't be able to handle it. You'd want to be out immediately. Well, uh, she she considers herself quite uh, the musically inclined and adept. So um, you know, I think she might disagree with you, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I love. Uh, Pop music. I love uh, Britney Spears. I actually love Lady Gaga, to be honest with you. Um, she actually had an idea for our, my wedding. Uh, she wanted to do, and I actually like this idea because I plan to be very drunk. Um, she said that it would be great to have not just you know like a band or a DJ, but also to have at some point a um, uh, what's it called a machine? Uh, uh, karaoke. Karaoke machine. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea too. Um, I thought that that actually sounds good. I know that we would have a good time with that. Yeah, I would be all over that. Um, so maybe we'll maybe we'll do that at my wedding. I couldn't think of what would be like more uh, fun than singing uh, to a bunch of like Jewish strangers that I've never really met before. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have a feeling we're all going to be very obnoxious because you know, I, I don't know. Will you be able to drink? Well, I'll be. I'll have to be sober because I'm going to be very close to a competition, so I'll be very sober. I don't know if you'll be able to. Well. Yeah, I don't know if we'll be able to. Will you be able to sing with the same emotion that that you would normally sing with, totally sober? Yeah, I can turn it on when I need to. Well, I, I know you're excited about giving your speech, right? Yes, yes, I, I'm very excited about. We'll that. videotape that for sure. That'll be all over my YouTube page. Yes, I am. I've only done one so far, but my best man speech that I have done it was pretty epic as far as best man. Let's talk about um, video. My YouTube page, uh, Zach Khan. I trained with Zach Khan for people who don't who haven't seen the video yet, and it's not many because there's eighteen thousand people that have seen it so far. Um, go to uh, my YouTube page and check this thing out. It was a pretty freaking cool video, right? Very cool video. Um, it was funny, uh, and anything with Zach Khan is cool in my opinion because he's a freak show. Yeah, um, you guys were training hard, and, and Zach was swearing and smacking you and doing all kinds of funny things. Um, it was good. It was a good workout. Yeah, we had a, I had a really fun time. You know, it's very the combination of Zach Khan and Ben Pakowski is probably perfect. You know, if you want to like a really hard workout because Zach will scream like a maniac, kind of like you remember in, in Blood and Guts with Dorian Yates, yeah, his uh, his workout partner. Dave reminded me of the guy's name, and now I can't remember it again. Uh, Leon, Leon something or Leroy, 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 Leroy yes, uh, Leroy something. Zach reminds me of him. Although Zach is a lot more creative, you know, he's got a lot more different uh, variety in his. Yeah, he's uh, rapping and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he was rapping. He's like P. What did he say? Uh, P, P to the to B the to the K. K. Yeah, yeah. To the K. <laughs> P to the A to the K. Pack B pack man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Leroy was just come on, Diesel, Diesel. What did he say? 
Did Yates? Come on, Yates. Come on, Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. Um, Zach will scream. He'll be like, you're a stallion. It's time to gallop. <laughs> uh, Zach's got all kinds of Zach's got all kinds of shit with him. So you got that, and then combination with with Ben Pakulski, who probably trains harder uh, than anybody that I've ever trained with. Um, and, and, and you know, it, it's funny because Zach trained with Ben, and, and I knew that if he let Ben take over the workout, that he would be like blown away. Because I don't think anybody who is not um, accustomed to training with Ben or accustomed to that type of training. Um, would be able to follow through. I think that's why Ben likes doing it with people so much because I, mean, I did his leg workout with him. So I mean, if you can do a leg workout with him, then you know you can survive anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I have never. I've done every body part but legs, so that probably that probably doesn't surprise you. Mm-hmm. Were you crippled after legs? Uh, yeah, but I'll tell you what made it extra bad uh, because it actually wasn't the hardest leg workout I've ever done. The hardest leg workout I've ever done with that was with Evan. Um, uh, I did this workout with Evan and, and Chris Tuttle uh, for MD once. They edited a lot of the shit we did out of it, uh, and they kind of just turned it into an uh, Evan video, no surprise. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, I, we did that video on Monday, and on Saturday, my legs were still in a lot of pain. I, it, it, wow. That's how bad it was. I mean, we really overtrained. There's no way it wasn't overtraining. Wow. Uh, but, but every I mean, once, if you do that every once in a while, that could be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, Evan, Evan was was training like that for a long time. It was kind of like one of his, like, Oscar Arden-style workouts that oh, we were yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to watch Oscar train Evan, and people would say to me, do you really think that it's uh, safe to train like that? And, and I used to say, only for very short periods of time and right. only for somebody like Evan Santapani do I think it's safe to train like that. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the workout that I did with Ben sucked particularly because I flew in uh, this is this is crazy. I flew into um, uh, San Diego, I believe it was, uh, at like midnight, right? And then we drove to Palm Springs, which was like another hour away. Uh, and I didn't get to bed till like two o'clock in the morning. And I flew across the country, uh, and I'm all jet lagged and shit. And then then we get up early the next day, so I, I was really really just out of it. I was like my back was kind of jacked up from the plane. Uh, and we got up early and drove over two hours to get to L.A to do this, this leg whip video. So I was like, I felt like I was um, dehydrated and just, you know, tired. Like, definitely wasn't ready to go. Like, it was a day where I'd be like, I'm going to take today off, not right. do a crazy leg workout. We did, like, at least four heavy sets of squats, um, like all these really, really high rep sets of leg press with, like, strip sets and four straps and everything else and leg extensions with, like, drop sets and just all kinds of stuff. It was like a lot of uh, volume, and uh, in between the sets, I was actually pretty messed up. I was like laying on the floor, and I was telling Bill Comstock not to videotape me because I'm like, in all honesty, Stevie, I was I was pretty damn tired even when I got there. I was like drinking Pedialyte and stuff to try to hydrate myself, but um, you know, I didn't give up. I, I went through the whole thing, but it, it was pretty rough. Yeah, he he trains with a. Um, that's one of the things that I that I tell told people. That the way he trains is something that you have to be adjusted to because, yeah. like, he is definitely acclimated to it. So, like, he can go through it no problem. This is how he trains every day. But you take a normal person, uh, even a really uh, high-level bodybuilder like Zach Kahn, and Zach said that was the hardest he's ever trained. He's not ever. It's the hardest in a year that he's trained uh, his arms. So, I mean, yeah. um, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. I think that uh, with anything, he probably would have said that because Ben forced reps 
every single every single set, and you know he does mm-hmm. he does it a certain a different way than uh, than everybody else. But uh, PJ, it's it's almost commercial time, so let's uh, let's not drag this on because we got to answer questions. We got a bunch of other topics to cover. So um, before we go to uh, actually, let's go to let's go to the shoutouts now, and then we'll come back uh, and we'll go to commercial. Go ahead. Uh, did you were, were you still were you curious of the uh, lyrics? By the way, to Creeping Death. Yeah, hit me with them. Um, uh, all right. Slaves, Hebrews born to serve to the Pharaoh, heed to his every word, live in fear. Faith of the unknown one, the deliverer, wait, something must be done for hundred years. So let it be written, so let it be done, I'm sent here by the chosen one. So let it be written, so let it be done, to kill the firstborn Pharaoh's son, I'm creeping death. Oh. Now let my people go, land of Goshen. Go, I will be with thee, bush of fire. Blood running red and strong down the Nile. Plague, darkness three days long, hell to fire. So let it be written, so let it be done. I'm sent here by the chosen one. So let it be written, so let it be done. To kill the firstborn Pharaoh's son, I'm creeping death. And then it goes, die by my hand. I creep across the land, killing firstborn man. Die by my hand, I creep across the land, killing firstborn man. Uh, then the final... Uh, versus I rule the midnight air, the destroyer, born, I shall soon be there, deadly mass. I creep the steps and floor, final darkness, blood, lamb's blood, painted door, I shall pass. Uh, and then it goes back into the chorus again. Go, what's, pretty, what's pretty awesome is that at the concerts, when they play it live, before they do that, before they do the die by my hand, I creep across the land, the, everybody in the crowd just starts chanting, die, 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 <laughs> over and over, <laughs> over again. For like a few minutes solid, it's just everybody going, die, die, like thousands of people, and then they start playing the chorus. Uh, that's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, awesome to be a, a part of that, actually. You've been there for a live show? Yeah, I've seen Metallica live uh, five or six times. I actually wow. saw them when they did the uh, uh, the, the, the um, S&M tour. They only did four uh, showings across the United States. One of them was at Madison Square Garden, and uh, I was able to see them there. It was pretty amazing to see them with the symphony. Can you imagine uh, me, me and you in the pit? Fucking people up? Uh, when I was really, really young, when I was like, uh, one of the first concerts I ever went to, I went to a, um, a Lollapalooza, actually. It was like fucking, dude, it was like, sorry, I was like, it was like 95, 96, and um, they were the headline band of the Lollapalooza that year. And I'm telling you, I was like, you know, 13, and there were some like big-ass crazy biker dudes in the pit, that like you didn't want anything to do with you know what i mean like you're like a little kid you're like yeah and you like run in the mosh pit and then all of a sudden you just get blasted <laughs> you see <laughs> these like big ass like mean looking dudes and you're like yeah i'm gonna go stand on the outside now dude that's cool i'm cool with that <laughs> yeah uh now it would be a different story we would be the ones blasting people I'd, yeah, be afraid, I, I'd be afraid I'd be hurt. I, I'm, I'm too, old, too old now. I wouldn't even want to go near the pit now. We would, we, would get, we would get hurt, and then we would probably hurt other people. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to train. I'd probably tear a muscle or something. Yeah, I think that's probably a safe assumption. All right, do the do the, um, do the um, shout-outs. Shout-outs. Uh, shout-outs. Keith Allen, uh, Joe and Lee, of course. Uh, Spencer Barrett, uh, Mr. Drop the Ball himself. Uh, <laughs> Cody Kidd. Uh, Patrick Barnes, our boy. Uh, Deanna Shipman wanted us to uh, say that uh, Blockhead and Special Ed can kiss Running Mom slash New Mom's fat, jiggly white ass. Uh, <laughs> Rod, Rod Mans, uh, Adam Gilbert, uh, 
Mikey C. from the Dirty South, uh, Jerry Homestad, Aman Malik, Muscle Mitch, <laughs> uh, Raymond Hessel, Ben Grajeda. Shout out to the uh, all the Marines out there. Semper Fi, baby. Uh, Big BX1, Max Cervantes, our boy. Uh, Chris Schmidt, Jess McCutcheons, Shane Royce. Uh, Benjamin <laughs> Benjamin Herring would like us to shout out to all the... <laughs> Shout out to all the Swedish gangbangers, and especially to all the guys <laughs> at the main train INC in Gothenburg. Uh, so to all you Swedish gangbangers that are listening, I'm sure there's plenty of you. Uh, shout out to you guys. Adam Bray, uh, Jonathan Gomes, Station Mitchell Gray, uh, Jody Boba Danielle, of course, Asad Malik, uh, good old Big Nut, um, Anthony Derizio. Richard Arrington, Greg Tuba, client of mine. He's doing good. Wants to know why I hate CrossFit so much. We can talk about that another time. Uh, Bobby Orr is the last one. And a special shout-out that I want to give to Flower. It's his birthday today. I, I'm sure he's not listening to this, uh, but we'll say <laughs> happy birthday to our Flower, our little gay Flower. He's too busy he's, fucking I think fucking other dudes. he's turning a big, a, big, a big 26 or something like that today. No, he's a young man, very young man. A lot, a lot of ass for a young guy. Yeah, he's collected quite the amount of cock in his uh, yeah, short years. Grinders where it's at. Um, so um, let me just um, say that our uh, title sponsor and a sponsor of both you and I, Iron Mag Labs, has two very new exciting products, or really one reintroduction of a product being Super DMZ. It was gone for a little while. They brought it back. They have a new compound in there, and... Um, I think it's safe to say, PJ, that this this new version of Super DMZ may actually be stronger and more potent than the one that uh, people were raving about over the last few years. We're going to have to get uh, Robert on the show to discuss this a little bit. I think people will find it interesting. Yeah, he's um, he's an interesting guy. Him and Gina were great last time. I think uh, we'd love to have them back on. They also have the very first SARM in a capsule, which is uh, the Osterine. It's Ost. Asta RX, A S T R A R X, and uh, for seventy nine ninety nine, you can get the first SARM, which is a selective androgen receptor modulator. Um, gain muscle, lose body fat. It's a great for recomposition, and it doesn't affect your natural hormones. So girls can take it as well. Um, I haven't taken it yet, but I have a bottle on the way. I actually have two bottles I, on the I way. I have one on the way too. I'm excited. Um, as soon as I get it, which will be tomorrow. I plan to start um, taking it, and uh, I will be giving a review very shortly. I gotta say, I just started taking Halo. I told you this, and the, you can verify. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting. I'm not selling anybody. I just started taking Halo Extreme again. I took two months off of all of the Iron Mag Labs products because I was taking them for you know probably too long, and uh, so I decided to take two months off. And uh, over those two months, I maintained all my size. My weight has stayed the same, but I did get a little softer. I will admit. I, I think I probably. I usually stay around. 8%, 9% body fat, somewhere around there. At least that's the how it looks. And I probably got up to around 11 uh, at the same weight. At least that's what it looked like. And I started taking the Halo Extreme again, and it's unbelievable. I mean, within a week, I look like I was uh, two months ago again. You know, my body fat looks like, I mean, I have no idea what I really am, but it looks like I'm around 8.5 or so, and I'm at the same weight. I'm actually two pounds heavier. Um, I This morning, I weighed, and I was uh, 262, in the morning and I was 260 about a week ago before I started and I look leaner at 262 which is pretty crazy yeah uh, it's interesting because uh, I um, have used the Super DMZ 
and the methadrol extreme, uh, but but not the halo. And you had you had suggested that I add that into my pre-contest regime. So this past week, I had to get in, and, and I'll tell you, it's really bizarre. Uh, typically, on Wednesday, uh, my weight is uh, starting to come down. Uh, from the, you know, I usually do my cheat on Sunday, and then I kill legs on Monday, and then I actually usually retain some water uh, after my leg workout, and then uh, Wednesday usually the weight uh, drops significantly, and then Thursday, Friday, I'm back down to where I started, and then usually a little lower. Uh, today, Wednesday, I'm actually up two pounds, which I thought was really bizarre. I had to get on the scale a couple times to make sure that was right, uh, but uh, Amber had said, as soon as I got out of bed, before I even weighed myself, that she noticed a considerable difference in my leanness. Uh, she was like, man, you're a lot leaner already. Uh, and the only thing different uh, would be that halo extreme. So it's interesting that my weight is up, and I'm looking leaner, so this will be uh, an interesting... Uh, you know, little journey of watching how I respond to this stuff since I haven't taken it yet. All right. Uh, next on our list of uh, our sponsors is Orbit Nutrition, a muscle Mitch. Um, these are great guys. Any any supplements you want, including the Iron Mag Lab supplements, you can get uh, from Muscle Mitch at orbitnutrition.com. Their discount code for us is IER5. Uh, which will get you 5% off. It doesn't sound like a lot, but that's because the prices at orbitnutrition.com are already so low. Muscle Mitch is barely barely making any money off these things. So that 5% uh, cover your shipping or something like that. Uh, next on our list is, um, of course, Ergopep. Um, let's talk for a second about Ergopep. You've been yes. taking Melanotan. Uh, now, this is like, uh, we're looking at about, what, 10 days now you're on Melanotan? No, I only did it for like four or five days. It was made me super tan really fast. Uh, let's talk about it. Tell us your, tell us how it went for you. Give me, give me, give me the review. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, Amber took it, uh, is actually still taking it. Um, I got, uh, ridiculously tan fast. Right. Um, and, uh, I, uh, I really, uh, only tanned in the tanning bed twice in the, I think five days that I took the, the Milana tan. Uh, but it actually got to the point, uh, where after my last session of tanning, I, I actually didn't in fact think that my face was too tan. Uh, and, and a bunch of people in the gym were like, God damn, you're tan. Uh, and, and I said, the interesting thing is uh, I wasn't this tan like last week. <laughs> um, so I, I was pretty uh, amazed at how fast it worked. Amber, it worked slow and steady for her. Do you have, uh, and, do you have, uh, have you gained a lot of moles? Because that's what everybody's worried about. They're worried about either moles or upsetting their stomach. No, it did upset my stomach a little bit. Uh, it, um, it, it, it suppressed my appetite considerably. Um, which I, I suppose pre-contest would be ideal for people. Uh, for me, it's not because uh, I'm not like uh, bodybuilders that, that uh, get hungry. I actually have to make sure that I eat, um, you know, because I don't have the biggest appetite anyway. So um, forcing my meals down uh, was a little bit of an issue those days. Uh, Amber got no no uh, negative side effects at all. No stomach ache. Um, uh, she got uh, progressively, it was much slower than me. Uh, but she got progressively tanner and tanner, and she, uh, I got kind of like a reddish uh, Jay Cutler tan. Uh, she, it, it's probably, I'm, I'm sure, a genetic thing, uh, got a very nice brown tan, like, uh, you know, a more like a, like Spanish, uh, you know, darker skin. Uh, you she know, is actually, beef. although you are tanner than her generally, she is more olive-complected than you. Yes, uh, she got a nice brown tan. There's no red in hers. I got kind of my face got a little red, 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 and a little too dark, and so I uh, I chilled out with it. And uh, you know, if I want to maintain this, I can I can uh, you know pop it a little bit here and there. You got uh, a Jay but, Cutler tan, as you said. Yes, it's 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 you know what I'm talking about. It's got that Cutler like little reddishness to it. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm sure I'm sure Jay Cutler uses uh, melanotan as well. I mean, I don't think there's any uh, there's any question about that. Now all I need to do is um, is bleach my teeth Palumbo style, and then I will look even 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 darker and better. That's true. You got it, 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 you'd be crazy not to bleach your teeth Palumbo style. Yes, I actually I was playing a little game with myself the other day. I was trying to find pictures of Dave with other people. Uh, where I could find a person whose smile had, had a whiter smile. Than you'll him. never, you'll never find it. You'll never find. Not it. find anyone. You'll never. Even all the fitness models and stuff. Like he still had the whitest teeth. That's a ridiculous game to play, PJ, because you will not win. Yes. Ridiculous. Um, all right, so that's time for the commercial break. Um, I have my all my supplements are on the way now. Uh, finally, you know, I was in Australia and everything. So uh, Kyle uh, Witherspoon. You know, had a hard time getting in touch with me, but uh, my stuff is all on the way. I gotta say, you know, I haven't taken any uh, melanotan in a few weeks now, and this is the, really the benefit of melanotan for people that don't know is I haven't taken it for weeks and I still have some color. You know, so when you, yeah, that's cool. If you've been taking, once you take it for a while, PJ, you cannot tan for weeks and you'll still have color. So uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff on the way. You you only got a few things, but I got I got a whole bevy of uh, selections on the way. So I say, why did you get a, a bevy of things when I only got a little bit? <laughs> You're less important, I suppose. That's what. No, I'm just kidding. Kyle didn't tell me that, but I did. I requested a lot more than you. Maybe that's why I got a lot more. He told me uh, actually what to 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 request. So well, I suppose I should give Kyle a uh, a call. Uh, just go to the I site not, and reorder. Reorder. I reorder. I'm not able to. I, I I was conducting some experiments on my neighbor's dog uh, yeah. with the IGF um, Des three, and uh, I actually didn't really have enough. Um, of the IGF to conduct the experiments that I like truly wanted to experiment, uh, and uh, now the dog uh, he shrunk know, back up, shrunk down a little bit. So I'm gonna have to give Kyle Witherspoon a call. Well, I gotta tell you, you know, I would lend you some because I got so much. But um, you know, since you can just call Kyle, you know, or, or email Kyle, I think you ought to do that because you know what, I'm hoarding my stuff, so you're, you're not. It's well, not available. It, it to figures. You. you know, things have been uh, <laughs> the the the. the What's the saying? It's been something. Things have been swinging your way lately. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, PJ. You're right. I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Um, let's go to commercial break. I think everybody knows what selling PJ is going to choose. We'll be back in like oh, what five minutes?
Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Cytostain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's IER and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's daily deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbit's Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out OrbitsNutrition.com and use the discount code IER5. Tonight's show is brought to you by Ergopep Peptides. Ergopep is the only research company ran by guys like you. Guys who share your passion and have achieved the goals you strive for every time you step foot into the gym. IFBB Pro Phil Hernan and his staff want to make your peptide research as easy as possible and encourage you to contact them with any questions you may have or help you may need at sales at ergopep.com. That's sales at ergopep.com. Or on their website at www.ergopep.com. Let Ergopep help you get your research started today. PJ and I don't just suggest you contact Ergopep. We do our own research with them as well. Ergopep.com. And now you can get 10% off by going to Ergopep.com and entering the discount code Iron Empire Radio. Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio with myself, Aaron Sigerman, and my co-host and compatriot in crime, PJ Braun. PJ, let's go to some listener questions. You ready? It's my favorite part of the show here. And, you know, they usually come up, I got to admit, you know, we put this, I put this up last night. And within, by today, they got, we got like 40 responses on this thing. But for anybody who doesn't know, please go to our Facebook fan page. Uh, it's just Iron Empire Radio and like the fan page and participate on there. Because we, although we do um, have a, um, a thread on uh, RX Muscle and also on ironmagazine.com, we have threads on both of those uh, sites and we are based obviously on RX Muscle. Um, that thread only gets a few hits, you know, so we would love to have people participate with us and tell us what they like, what they don't like, whatever else, um, on our uh, Facebook fan page. Cause we only got like 1100 likes on there and that's, that's pretty sad. That is very sad actually. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. So I know people are lazy, but if you get a chance, do us a favor and, um, go to the Facebook fan page and like it, uh, and then share it on your page. That's one of the things that I want to encourage people, PJ. I know I'm asking a lot of everybody. Uh, but if you like the show, we don't want money. We don't want, you know, anything. Of course, we want you to support our sponsors. But in reality, we would be, really be appreciative if you just take the link and share it on your page and say, I like this lady radio show. Why don't you give it a listen? Why don't you th- what do you think about that, PJ? Is that too much? No, I think that's, that's a, a great idea. All right. Keith Allen wants to know, our buddy Keith Allen, possible names for my son or daughter. Uh, I have thought of some names, PJ. I have. Uh, I'm very, I'm very limited. I, I, I know, I don't know. You could probably, you're like me. So Mm -hmm. if, um, Amber, if you and Amber were having a baby and you're married or getting married and, um, 
she um, she floats names by you. You were probably like me. I can tell Darielle right away. No, like yes. when she says to me like Marisol, I'm like no, 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 no. no. What was one that she liked? Uh, some Italian sounding name, Gianna, Gianna. I'm like no, no Gianna. You know, like I can tell right away. I don't like it. Like Gianna doesn't sound. It just doesn't sound like Gianna Singerman. It sounds like it should be a Gianna Violi or something. You know, it shouldn't be like Gianna Singer. I don't know. I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, Genevieve, she liked. I didn't like it. I don't like it. No. What do you think? What do you think about uh, Gianna and uh, Genevieve? You like those? Uh, of the names that you've said, I, I would like. I think Genevieve is the nicest one, uh, and you could call her Jenna. Okay. Um, um, I like. I don't like. I definitely don't don't like the uh, the other two though. For for a girl, I like Sierra Lee Singerman. Sierra Lee. What do you think? Sierra. Sierra Lee Singerman. Nobody doesn't like Sierra Lee. It, it flows, doesn't it? Sierra Lee Singerman. It flows. It, it, she, and she could also, if things don't work out, uh, like as an accountant or a banker, um, she could always be a stripper with a name like that. Mm, I don't like that comment, PJ. Uh, uh, when, you add, when you throw that Lee in there, dude, you know, that, adding that Lee on there, that's the thing. That's what you got to watch out for. It sounds, it makes it into slutty. Yeah, there's a lot of bikini girls out there that pop that little Lee into their names. Uh, that's true. Um... Let's see uh, the next one on my list for a guy. I like the name Jackson for 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 yeah. <laughs> Jackson, like the guy from Bloodsport. I didn't think of it like that, but yes, that would also be a Jackson. Yes, that would I would name my child after the guy from Bloodsport. Although he got his ass beat by Chung Lee. <laughs> but Jackson is a good name, right? Jackson, it's a strong name. Jackson is a strong name. It could be yeah, Jax. It could be Jack. You know, it's also my grandfather's name, so I like that. Uh, for a guy, uh, so those are the names. I mean, I, I, I'd be honest with you. I'm not open to a lot of names. Like, she, she gives me names. I'm like, nah, no, no. I don't want like goofy names. You have to think of if you're naming your kid. This is good advice for anybody. You got to think what is the potential to be made fun of, right? Yes, yes. Um, I know you want to name your kid. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, Optimus Prime. Was that it? Uh, I like that name. Yeah, Optimus. Um, you could go with a name like Optimus. Who can make fun of? I know uh, uh, Ben Pakulski was originally thinking Zeus, which both of us liked. We did like Zeus. We <laughs> did like Zeus. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, they named him Benjamin, which is less cool, definitely. My son will most likely be uh, Philip Braun Jr. the third. No, it would just be Philip Braun the third. There's no Junior the third. Oh, you're right. Yes, Philip Braun the third. <laughs> I would want him to be able to have the Roman numeral because it's something that I've always wanted myself. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can understand that. If you're if you're already number two, you may as well do number three, right? Mm-hmm. Just keep it going. You know, he can have number it's four. Like, it almost looks it almost looks regal when you have a Roman numeral after your name. Yeah, like you like that guy is destined for greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever met somebody with a Roman numeral after their name that just fucked at life? No, of course not. It's not it, like you know they're usually like kings, Louis no. VIII. Well, you got like version. If you're version number three, you know you're going to be like better than the other the other two probably. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, people change their name. You know, I wouldn't want to give. Um, I wouldn't want to give my kid a name that they needed to change. Who do we know that's changed their name? Let me think about this. Um. Uh, oh, like le- legally change their name? No, I think I thought of one. I don't know if I want to say. Do you? Uh, I'm not going to say it because she's a friend of me and Darielle's. But there's a girl. It's a bikini competitor that changed her name, her last name. That's like sounds like probably half of them. No, come on, you know which one I'm talking about. You made fun of her. 
Oh, Wiener. <laughs> of course. She's going to kill me for doing that, but, uh, you know. I like the name Wiener. If, I, if my last name was Wiener, I'd, I'd be fucking proud of it. Yeah, she wasn't too proud of it. She wasn't proud of it. You no, made remember, fun of her. Uh, I, made, I actually think that I uh, may be responsible for her changing her name. It, it, I, I think I had a lot of, uh, I, have, I, I, I do deserve a lot of credit for that. You and your buddy Dominic, right? Uh, it was me and little Nick Lepore, my Nick client. Lepore, Nick Lepore. I thought I got mixed what, up. What show was that at? Where were we? Uh, Team Universe, I think. Was it Team Universe? Oh. Team Universe, she was still a wiener. And, uh, I feel like, you know, I, I hate to do this to her, but I feel like now at this point that you've said it and we're here, I should say who it is so that people can look it up. She'll be happy because she'll get more popular, right? Oh, she's pretty. Who cares? When she you're that pretty, it really doesn't matter. Her name you know? is Alexis Wiener. It's not like anybody's going to go and mess with her now. There's, there's going to be a bunch of douchebags that try to use this as a chance to like pick her up now. Yeah. They're going to like message her on Facebook and be like, that PJ was such an asshole for doing that to you. I would never do that to you. Here, here's a picture of my penis. And here's my picture of hang out sometime. <laughs> well, she has a boyfriend, Hunter Brink. Hunter. Hunter yeah. Brink. That's a good name. That That's a solid name. Hunter Brink. That is. That is a good name. Yeah, that is a very good name. Yeah, I like that's a strong name. Um Anyway, you know, Ben uh, Francis thought that my name was a stage name. Ben Francis thought that? Yeah, she asked Palumbo. Palumbo told me he thought it was funny, that she was like, what's PJ's real name? And he was like, that is his real name. And she was like, oh, come on, it's not PJ Braun. He came up with that for bodybuilding. And he was like, no, that's really his name. <laughs> it is pretty ironic, Braun. You're so brawny, Braun. PJ Braun. You like that, don't you? You're destined to be a bodybuilder. I like the name... I like the, the fact my name is initials. Yeah. Uh, when people ask me what my real name is, I still say, I'm like PJ. They're like, no, what's your real name? I'm like PJ. Uh, <laughs> I don't like I don't like my real name, Philip. I feel like uh, that was like you know, my mom wanted to name me Matthew, so I could have been your good friend Matthew. Uh, my father weird. wanted, wanted, wanted my, my father wanted to name me after him, Philip. Uh, nobody calls me Philip or Phil, and I don't like being called Philip or Phil either. Just so people know out there, um, Joe Mista wants to know about the life and times of King Khan. Um, I would have to say, and you can chime in on this because you hung out with Zach a little bit. Zach is one of the nicest, real, realist, genuine guys in pro bodybuilding. Um, I feel like the guy doesn't have a lot of ego. Seems like a, ge- a very genuine guy. You know, we were, I worked out with, I hung out with him during the day at his appearance, and then we worked out later and we went to eat uh, sushi after, and. Um, you know, I've hung out with him before at the Olympia and some other events. I think the Arnold also. And, um, very good guy, funny guy, and uh, just just a real person. You know, I think that the, the bodybuilding thing definitely has not gotten to his head. And uh, people who think like that he is an asshole for being so loud in the gym. You know, it's funny because on uh, I, I also uploaded the video of me training with Ben and him to Ben's YouTube page. And for whatever reason, everybody on Ben's YouTube page is like hating on on King Khan. Uh, on Zach really bad saying he's obnoxious that he would have if he were Ben he would punch him out you know all this it's like like a, a, everybody was saying bad stuff and obviously on my on my YouTube page everybody's saying positive stuff um, so I don't I don't know what the difference is but I gotta say that if you meet him in real life nobody would want to punch him out because all that well, typically birds of a feather flock together you know I well well, well come on now 
Um, I know what you're saying, but Ben liked him very much too. Nobody, nobody wouldn't like him if you met him. So like, I, I see what people are saying, like, oh, he's cursing too much and stuff like that. But it's like good natured cursing. You know what I mean? It's not like he's like an angry, bad person, you know? Um, so that's all I got to say about Zach. What do you, what do you want to chime in there? I, I think Zach's awesome. He's, uh, like, you know, the word real is the, is the best way to describe him. There's not a lot, got a lot of dudes that are like that, you know, and you know, he's no bullshit. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, he's a freak. He's awesome in, in that sense. But as a person, uh, you know, he's just a, a cool down to earth dude, you know, he's funny as hell. He's got a great sense of humor. Uh, he's vulgar, which I think is fun, you know, <laughs> It's because he's British, you know. If you're British, you can do that kind of stuff and get away with it. Yeah, I like it. It's good. It's good times. Yeah. He's, he's very fun to be around. All right, let's do um for Spencer Barrett because he asks kind of randomly these topics. So I want to um, let's just do a word association, and I'm going to let you go first. So just give me a sentence or two about each one of these topics. Don't go into detail. Laying pipe, psychedelic drugs, and the presidential primary. <sighs> um. <laughs> So random. Laying pipe. What was the second one? Psychedelic drugs and presidential yeah. primary. Uh, well, I was the master of laying pipe for a long time. And I'm retired. Uh, well, at least spreading the pipe around. Uh, psychedelic drugs, uh, as a youngster, uh, I, I experimented uh, at a very young age um, with uh, many different drugs. Not, not heroin, actually. I had no desire to ever do heroin when I was a child. Uh, but I came from a very small town. Uh, that had a pretty decent amount of money, and typically little like like white kid towns like that, you know, drugs go around high schools. And uh, you know, my freshman year, I had tried everything. And my personal two favorites uh, when I was young were shrooms uh, and acid. And I, throughout my high school years, did much of those things and had many uh, very good times on them. I thought they were lots of fun. Um, can't say that I've done them, God, probably in the past ten years at least. Uh, I'm kind of, kind of, you know, mellowed out since then, but uh, they're definitely fun. Uh, had I, if I were to dabble in something like that again, which I, I wouldn't, you know, as far as, uh, you know, recreational drugs go, uh, I would probably uh, have fun with some shrooms. I mean, they're, they're, they grow. What is the wait, wait, What is the thing that Dave loves so much? What is it called again? Uh, ayahuasca. 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 You would do that, wouldn't you? I would like to try that. I'm always down to try something new. Um, I would love to just sit in a room and just fucking just cry and just <laughs> freak out and just <laughs> find myself and just go nuts. Uh, uh, yeah, I would like to try that. Yeah, so, um, we might have to do that at some point. Uh, the presidential primaries, uh, well, uh, that's a very uh, interesting uh, topic here. Uh, we have a uh, 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 out here in... Uh, in California, all these like liberal fucks that I got to be around all the time. Sorry, Isaac, um, but uh, typically uh, myself. Here, wait, wait, wait. I got, I got, I got, I got a better idea for presidential primary. I'm going to name some issues, and I want you to tell me pro or con. Okay. Okay, that's a better idea. Yeah, this is better because I know you don't follow the presidential primary. In reality, people, it doesn't matter who's the president. They they're only there for a short period of time, and you can't affect change that quickly. That's what I've yeah. noticed. But Issues are always there. Pro-choice or uh, pro-life? I am uh, pro-choice. Pro-death penalty or you're against the death penalty? I am pro-death penalty. Um, against gun laws or for gun laws? For gun laws. So you don't want guns? Yes, I do not want guns. Okay. I think that uh, it should be. I do 
feel that it should be hard to have a gun. Um, for There's a lot of dumb ass mofos out there, especially now they live out here. Um, for uh, let's see, um, uh, I just had one in my head that I was interesting. Uh, damn it! Now I had I just had something that I was going to ask you that was good. I can't remember. Okay, let's just move on to something else. It's um, funny, but if you ask me these kind of questions, if you fire them off, you'd have no clue by the time you were done whether or not I was Democratic or a Republican. You're like me. You're an independent. You're a. Uh, you're probably like. Um, what, what, what do they call me? I'm called a libertarian. That's libertarians, what I but I'm definitely swing a little closer to the Republican side. Um. Let's see. You are for the war in Iraq or against the war in Iraq? Against. Uh, for the war in Afghanistan or against the war in Afghanistan? Against. Same I'll tell you what I'm really against right now. Yeah. Have you gotten that stupid David Coney or whatever it is shit on your on your? <laughs> we you showed me this. Yes, yes. You don't like the African warlord bullshit. I know. No, screw all that shit. How about we like worry about what's going on here before we go and worry about some some shit in Africa? People in Africa are always killing each other. It's just the way it is. Let it. Let them do it. Why do we got to get involved? I really. It's sad. Yeah. But I really don't care. There's too much shit going on here. We got homeless people all over the place here. We got poor kids here. You're worrying about like, you know, when I was a kid, it was uh, Ethiopia, and then it was Somalia, and then it was you know whatever, and now it's the David Konya, and and then it'll be somebody else, and, and that's that's what they do, you know. That's that's life over there, you know. All that's right. why a lot of people want to come here and live here. So let's let them do their thing, and don't spam my Facebook. With your stupid uh, ass fucking thing. Sorry, sorry, ma- Isaac. Mandatory minimums for drug sentences. Uh, I'm strongly against that one. Yeah, I knew you were going to be against that one. Um, uh, uh, there's so many of these. Like, I could go on and on. I just have to think about them. I, let's just call it a day on that. There's a lot. Maybe we'll no, do a lot. A lot of a lot of guys are are doing time, more time for like silly, like marijuana charges yeah. than people that have done violent crimes. It's true. It's true. Okay, let me do mine real quick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into much detail as you did. Mm-hmm. Laying pipe. Um, I'm only laying pipe to Darielle now. Psychedelic drugs. Um, I have done a lot of them. And um, by the way, heroin is not a psychedelic drug. Just for the record, because uh, I have done it and it's not psychedelic at all. Um, I liked acid because I laughed a lot. You know, I never got like crazy, like Carl Lenore strong window pane acid where I was like seeing shit, but I always giggled uh, and laughed a lot. And when you giggle and laugh a lot, you know, it's a good time. Yes. Presidential primary. I honestly don't care. All, all, you know, it's sad to say PJ, but all I have attention span for now is bodybuilding, which is like really sad, but that's all that I pay attention to other than like daily life. And, you know, you're making a lot of money off of it. So go for it. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, uh, you're, you're actually right. It's funny to be able to say that, but I'm doing okay. Um, uh, let's go on down to the next one. Um, what is the most disliked person in the bodybuilding industry? I'll let you start with you. The most disliked person? In the bodybuilding industry. Uh, let's see. Huh. That's a very good question. Um, man. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, it's funny because I think you know who I would say, uh, and I, I honestly, I guess can't. Um, you're worried. You'll, you're worried you'll get in trouble. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, although uh, it wouldn't really affect my life in any way if I did mention this person. 
Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, as many people like Dexter Jackson, there's a lot of people that don't like him uh, as far as uh, the fans go. I think the same can be said about uh, Ben Pakulski. Um I think actually I, I would disagree with you. I think a lot of the people lo- like Ben Pakulski a lot. I don't think that... I think that you just don't dis- you dislike him. So I think I think a lot of the bodybuilders uh, that know him don't like him. You uh, and him are supposed to be cool now. You went up to him and talked to him. No, we're Donald. cool. We're You're... cool. We're cool. I told him, you know, the past of the past. We're cool. Um, I don't know. Dexter and me get along great. He texts me all the time. So I, I yeah, I, I don't I don't have any uh, issues with him either. But a lot of people for me this is an, this is an easy one. The answer it's for a little me. bit different with, with with you because everybody's kind of nice to you now because they don't want you to write gossip columns. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, my uh, my my answer to this is easy. Sean Ray. That's easy. Oh yeah, Sean Ray is is actually really hated. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I mean, that, I, you're I, saying I, in the in the industry because like bodybuilding fans like Sean Ray because they don't know. But like as far as like in the industry, Sean Ray has got to be take take the cake. Yeah, no, I I'm, I didn't think of that. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's it's got to be Sean Ray. Yep. Uh, for a little while, I think Flex Wheeler was up there too, but he's calmed down quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, Sean, I think that Flex Wheeler had kind of like an act going. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel yeah, like yeah, like that yeah. wasn't the real Flex Wheeler. Like, me and Flex have talked a bunch of times, and I got to say he's extremely nice, and not not just to me because he doesn't want me to write a column about him. I just get the feeling that he's a positive guy. I think maybe when he was competing, he was in such a different mindset that um, that he – because, I mean, of all the people that have been an asshole to me, um, when I was a fan, I was at the 2000 Olympia. I don't know. Have you heard the story about me meeting Flex or no? Um, no, but I actually just thought John Romano was probably up there. Ooh, uh, John maybe, Romano may, may John Romano he, may pass up. up he uh, might be more hated uh, than Sean Ray. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You, you may be right, uh, and sometimes maybe justifiably so. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, he, uh, I met Flex Wheeler at the 2000 Olympia, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I went up to Flex, and he was there with his wife Madeline. And I was such a big fan. This is—I mean, keep in mind—I was only twenty years old, so yep. it was like the biggest deal for me. I was at the two thousand Olympia, and I was just like—I was legitimately starstruck, you know. Uh, some people, you know, when you're twenty years old, some people that big—they're big fans of of movies, or you know, Tom Cruise would be a big deal to me at the time. Flix Wheeler was a big deal, so I was actually nervous getting his autograph, and I wanted to buy a picture, and it was ten dollars, and I went around in line. I waited in a long line. And, of course, he was competing at the time. And I went up, and Madeline said, uh, $10. I gave her $10. She goes, what picture do you want? And keep in mind, Flex is sitting right next to her. She goes, what picture do you want? And I was like, this one. She's like, okay, what is your name? And I was like, Aaron Singerman. She's like, write it down on this piece of paper. I'm like, okay. And so I write it down, and she hands it to Flex and hands the uh, picture to him. He autographs it, hands it back to her, and hands it to me. And she's like, there you go. And I was like, well, can I shake his hand? And Flex looks straight down and like like doesn't look make eye contact with me. Looks down and she's like, "No." Wow. And uh, he like kind of looked away, and I was like, "What a fucking asshole!" Ten dollars yeah, for a picture, and he wouldn't he wouldn't make eye contact with me, and he wouldn't shake my hand. And uh, did you know? Did, did did you give away anything that you were Jewish at the time? No, he couldn't have possibly known unless he took a close huh. look at my uh, my schnozel or something. And he Maybe yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think he was so out of it. You know, he might have been feeling bad or whatever. 
But you know how bodybuilding is. It's such a small sport that for him to do that, that made a big impression on me. And now, you know, I flew to India with him. We've we've hung out. I've talked to him at the Arnold many times. I've talked to him on many shows many times. So I have nothing but positive things to say about him now. But at the time, I was, like, pretty turned off by that whole experience. Huh, interesting. Yeah. All right, next thing. Maybe um, they were in a big fight, that guy. Maybe. Who knows? That's one of the things you can't say for sure, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Raymond K. Hessel, which I believe that name, Raymond K. Hessel, is from Fight Club. Remember that? Fight Club. Raymond I do remember Fight Club. I'm not remembering the name now. Good Surprising. movie. Very good movie. Uh, injuries outside the box ways to heal them. You want to give something quick on that? You're an injury kind of healing kind of guy. Yes. Uh, well, there's the, the, the basic stuff you can do, chiropractic, regular sports massage, uh, acupuncture. Uh, uh, a, a very easy one is an Epsom salt bath, which helps a lot. Uh, active release treatment is the big one that I really, really swear by. Uh, if you find somebody to do that, uh, it's a, uh, anybody that's interested in seeing what active release treatment is, you can go YouTube the video of me getting active release treatment yep. from Derek Sparnsworth. Um, but ART, that's the big one for me, uh, as well as the other things that I said. Uh, okay, we're going to do uh, Ben uh, Gradle. How do you say this? Grahada. Grahada? G R A J E D A. How do you say that? Uh, Grahada? Grahada. Grahada or Grahada? Um, Grenada, 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 you know, yeah. tomato, 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 right, right. Yeah. Uh, he wants joke of the day, funny gym stories. What the fuck happened to PJ Braun's finger? Difficulties dieting to shed body fat and Aaron and PJ's top five foods that work. Pick two of those, PJ. What do you want to do? Two of them. You pick any two. All right. What happened to your your finger? Very quickly. Funny. Somebody was like, "Why were you giving a double middle middle finger?" And I was like, "Double middle finger." I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And he's in my, he's like in your video, and I was like, oh, I was trying to show the swelling of the injury. injury Were they not? Finger. Do they not have the sound on? Well, I guess I guess uh, it, it just so happened to be that it was my middle finger that I smashed. Uh, but what happened to my finger is um, the gym that I worked out at was uh, closing, and I wanted to hurry up and get my workout done in time uh, to do a quick little video that I promised uh, Iron Mag Labs as well as you and uh, other people that wanted to see it that I would get it done. And I was racking a 30-pound dumbbell, and I dropped it. And my other hand that I was, like, lazily leaning on the rack, uh, it kind of smashed my finger in between the rack and the dumbbell. And uh, that didn't feel very good. No, no, I'm sure it wouldn't. Um, okay, top five foods that work, any of the diet foods. You don't, I know, I know um, our friend uh, Dave Polsonell is famous for the seven foods that work, but I got to tell you, there's a lot of foods that work. There's a lot <laughs> you know? of foods. So we're not going to go through five. You, you you can figure it out. You know, there's all kinds of lean meats and uh, complex carbs. And actually, I, me and PJ both like white rice a lot, which is not a complex carb. So I love cream of rice as well. Don't be afraid to experiment. Yeah, don't be afraid. That, that's, that's a great way to uh, answer that one. Andre Ashbourne wants to know Iron Mag Labs' new products and what to expect in the future. Uh, we talked a little about Asta RX. Uh, the new Super DMZ. I got to say, Robert DiMaggio uh, and Gina over there at Iron Mag Labs are very uh, receptive to ideas. So if you guys have ideas that you'd like to see made that you think are uh, potentially viable for uh, people that would be interested in this, email me at jubaka at rxmuscle.com or you can look for them on uh, on Facebook or you can even email PJ and uh, we'll definitely take a look at them. Uh, I can tell you that Rob and uh, Gina are definitely looking for new stuff all the time to be on the cutting edge. And, I would uh, like them to come out with a uh, pre-workout drink. Yeah, I would too. 
I would too. If I'm they a could... big, big fan of pre-workout. Uh, I've tried them all. I told him. And... I told him. I want some. I want some with a lot of the of the uh, the uh, DMAA. Dimethyl. Yeah, the dimethyl. Yeah, that's what we uh, like. Uh, I I I uh, like Jacked One uh, MR. Yeah. I've tried them all, um, and I, I I only use like the strong stuff with the dimethyl before, like, my leg workouts and stuff like that. You don't, one, you don't three, that. one, three dimethyl. That's the shit we like. Yes, that's the, that's the, the real deal stuff yeah. that they want to take away from us. Just like everything else that's good in the world, they take away from us. That's why Rob Robert should uh, get on that right away and stock <laughs> yeah. up. Stock up right now. Uh, but uh, they, they definitely do come out with some cutting-edge stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if they do that. And I don't know if that's in the works. I know that Halo, for her, has uh, done very well. Uh, that was actually, I, I have to give myself credit. That was my idea for that one. Uh, so uh, I am uh, I am sure that that one is going to be very, I know Darielle is dying to try it. I keep telling her, you got to pop the baby out first. No dimethyl. Yeah, no, get the baby out first. No, no, uh, no hormones till then, babe. And so, you know, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, real quick, uh, you know, Castaldi just had uh, his baby um, and I'm the uh, godfather, you know, my best friend yes. uh, that I grew up with. And he, he called me up and he goes, dude, what the fuck? My baby has veins in his biceps and separated quads. What the fuck's going on with my wife behind my back? <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. He's going to be a good bodybuilder. <laughs> it's a girl. She's going to be a good bodybuilder. So uh, <laughs> Jess McCutcheon wants to know, stereotypes are sometimes true to form, sometimes totally off base, and sometimes just amusing. To what extent do both of you measure up to your own stereotypes? Aaron, what is the most meathead thing you've ever seen PJ do? And PJ, what is the most Jewish thing you've ever seen Aaron do? You want me to go first or you want to go first? Mm, you can go first. Hmm, the most meathead thing I've seen PJ do. Meathead thing. I don't know. What What is the most meathead thing I've seen you do? Um... I don't know. I really don't know. Like I'm, I'm lost. I mean, you're probably. I don't know. What's What's interesting is that neither one of us really fits the stereotype. Uh, I don't really fit the stereotypical meathead type, and you don't really fit the stereotypical Jew type. I mean, you're not cheap. No, not at uh, all. You're actually actually very generous. Uh, uh, as far as uh, Jewish people go, you're probably the most generous person I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> but even as far as uh, as as non-Jews. Uh, or normal people, as I like to call them, you are uh, very generous. Thank you. I appreciate um, that, PJ. So you, the, the whole cheap thing doesn't really work for you in that sense. I'm a very um, unusual Jew. There, there's no doubt about that. Yes. Um, let's see. You can be a little whiny when you don't get your way. Yeah. Um, you can be like a little whiny Jew when you're not getting your way. You, you, get, a little, you get a little a little demanding, uh, especially when you're hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of... Uh, you, I, you have a big penis too. I've yeah. seen it, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that it was, uh, it was pretty big. It's and, funny. Uh, it's funny how you and Dave, but you, Dave, and actually a whole slew of people saw my penis that day. Uh, but uh, I, I, it's funny how there was a group of people in the room. There's like what? What do you think? Seven or eight people in the room? Yes. And, and now my penis is legendary. I've heard from a few people that they heard my penis is larger well, than ever. Just so our listeners know, you were about to compete and you were getting sprayed. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, you hanging out point. with your cock out. Yeah, that's know? a good point. That's and a good uh, point. I happened to walk into the room, and uh, you know his penis was out, and I was like, "Oh, it's pretty big." Didn't Didn't uh, Dave have me pose naked also, which is kind of strange? Uh, you know what is kind of funny is uh, Dave's had a lot of people pose naked. I actually witnessed. Guy, Sister Nino, and Mike Libertori posing naked. 
together, uh, together or separately? Uh, well, they're both in the same room. One went, and then the other one went. Were they touching uh, each other at the time? Uh, no, but I was in the corner <laughs> touching myself. Nice, and so was Dave, right? You, you, were, you both were, you both were touching Dave, each other. Dave, uh, you know, he always uses the line, "I'm like a doctor; it doesn't matter." Because you know, right. I've, I've seen him have girls naked too. Um, yeah. uh, he was a PJ. On the other hand, he's just a, a sick pervert. So ignore <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway. Off, getting off my penis for a minute. The most meathead thing I've seen you do, um, this is, it's really not that meathead, but I've seen you throw a, a conniption fit when uh, we were driving around at a contest in Florida where you punched the yeah. back of my seat and went nuts and then punched the trunk as you got out. And you started walking away from the car in like 110 degree heat. You're like, I'll walk to the fucking hotel. And it was like five <laughs> miles away. Yeah. That, that, I don't know if that would be considered meathead or more just a bad temper type thing. I don't know. You were dieting. You were like, I was dieting and I was frustrated. You were pretty, there was a lot of frustration. Yeah, you were pretty crusty. I could say. You were like, <laughs> I, was, I was Yeah, uh, that was pretty meathead because you punched a. You, I think it was a rental. No, it was it was Amy's car. You punched a. Uh, if I a had huge told that, if we, we'd done another episode, tell the whole story of that weekend, they would understand why. Uh, we don't have time. We don't have time. It'll just make me sound bad. Bring. Bringing me to the wrong hotel. Oh, whatever, whatever. That was that actually is a good story. Maybe we'll do that some other time because we can. Maybe we can have Tim on after you tell the story because Tim would people would get a kick out of just hearing Tim. Tim's story of meeting the neighbors that he freaking did coke with and shit. And... Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should um, have Tim on at some point because I think people would have a uh, get a kick out of Tim. Tim, Tim driving me. Uh, drunk and on Xanax, like thirty exits the wrong direction. You're texting me why I'm not there. Me saying this is what exit we're at. You're like, yeah, you're getting aggravated with Tim. You're getting aggravated because Tim's I wound like up loving him at the end. Tim's like, I think we're going the right way, PJ, but I'm not sure. He's I'm like, just gonna. I don't, it, sa- it says that we're supposed to be at exit twenty four, but it says sixty five over here. I don't get it. I'm like, dude, the exits are going up, and he's like, oh shit, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking. Kill. I was like, "Do you want me to drive, dude? Are you okay?" And he's like, "No, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm just drinking, drinking a little bit. I'm not even drunk. It's the Xanaxes." <laughs> like, I'm texting you, like, "Who is this kid?" <laughs> awesome. I wound up loving him at the end. I actually wound up loving the hell out of him. Yeah, we'll have him on the show at some point because he'll get a kick yeah. out of that. Um, all right, um, we're gonna move through this quick because I got to piss real bad. Um, let's see. Um, what type of um? What race of woman do you find is best in the sack? Uh, that's just, a good question. I'm just going to go with white because I don't have that much experience. With I don't know, races. man. I, that's a really, really tough question because I don't know how how much race really affects that. Uh, it's, it's more of a, a psychological thing. Uh, I, I suppose if you're more uh, attracted uh, to a certain, you know. Uh, ethnicity, then, then perhaps that would make the, the experience for you uh, a little bit better. Um, I, I I can't say I've had a, I've had some really really good sex with a wide variety of different uh, ethnicities. So I, I couldn't answer that one. All right, I'm going with white. Um, what? How much do you spend a week on groceries? I buy mostly junk food, so I, I think we spend about me and Jerry all together spend about. Uh, $150 a week, $100 a week, because I eat so much food out to eat. So that's pretty much it. Dude, right now it's crazy because I'm eating so much fish. Um, I don't know. It's a lot. I'll, I could sit down and figure it out. I spent $200 on fish at Costco last week, and uh, we went on Wednesday. And uh, I'm just going to finish that fish uh, probably tomorrow. 
uh, today or tomorrow. So basically $200 a week just on fish. Whoa, that's big money. Yeah, so then you got to factor in the steak and a little bit of chicken that I'm having. And all the, all the, all the other stuff is cheap. You know, the rice and stuff like that is cheap. Uh, but it's the fish. The fish is what gets you if you do a lot of fish. Um, a lot of people don't put fish in until the end, but I actually just like fish. Uh, it digests very easy, and um, uh, I, I enjoy eating fish when I'm dieting. Uh, I find my body responds really well to it, so it's just something I'm going to have to deal with is all that extra money, and then I'll go back to just eating Carl's Jr. at the end of the year when I'm done. Uh, PJ, the next question is for me, and it's uh, a question that we forgot last week. Um, uh, Stacy uh, Michelle Gray brings this back up. Uh, wants to know the difference between Australia's Mecca, Doherty's Gym, compared to Gold's Gym, Venice Beach, the Mecca of, uh, I guess, the world, as far well, as bodybuilding is. No, I can't answer that. And no. by the way, Gold's Gym is not the Mecca. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Yeah, I guess that, that really starts the answer to my question. Um, Tony Doherty's Gym, and uh, the one that I went to in Brunswick, um, was great. Um, I've never, I mean, I guess that Gold's Gym, when I first went there in the 90s, was similar uh, as far as like the pictures and the memorabilia that was around there. A lot of that has been removed out of Gold's Gym Venice Beach. Yep. Biggest um, picture. Biggest picture is Michael Hearn. Yeah, I like Michael Hearn. I know you're not a, the biggest fan. I know, but come on, the mecca of no, bodybuilding. It's, it's a little. It's a little. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um. Uh, so, like, as far as Tony's gym goes, the quality of the bodybuilders. You know, obviously, we don't. You don't have the top IFBB pros training at Doherty's gym. Um, because it's in Australia, obviously. But uh, they don't really have the top IFBB pros training at Gold's Gym Venice Beach either. So, uh, Although you do see Dexter Jackson in there a lot, and uh, the legend Big Will World Harris, and mm-hmm. uh, and some other guys in there, you don't have like um, the guys that you used to have, like uh, you know Paul Dillette and Chris Cormier and Flex, and you know the long list of guys that was in there regularly. Um, if you want to know where I'd rather train, I would. It's very easy. That would be Doherty's Gym. Uh, I don't even think it's it, there's a comparison between the two at this time right now. Uh, which one's more hardcore, Doherty's? Which one's be better to train at, Doherty's? Which one has a better atmosphere, Doherty's? So, uh, which one has more history, Gold's Gym, Venice Beach? So, if you're there for the history, absolutely. If I was going to train at one or the other, it's not even. A, it's it's a very easy choice. Yeah. Um, even what has better equipment, Doherty's. So. Uh, Okay, uh, well, this is the second-to-last question. Um, uh, Jody Boba, uh, Daniel, wants to know, what is, what is my beef with Sean Ray? <laughs> and that we just brought him up earlier. So uh, I'm going to give you the very quick version um, without getting into any details that um, I shouldn't bring up. Because I could, I could go into a lot of detail that I'm not going to bring up because it's just not appropriate. Um, Sean Ray... I did something very ill-advised early in my career. I wrote a story about Dennis Wolf not doing the Flex Pro Show uh, a few weeks. It was like four weeks before the Flex Pro Show, and I knew for sure 100% he wasn't going to do it. And I made the mistake of um, of writing about it, which I shouldn't have done because I didn't think of all the implications about how bad it would make the Flex guys look and, and how, like, you know, of course you can pressure a guy to do a contest. You know, it's just because he says he's not doing it four weeks out doesn't mean he's not going to do it because Dennis Wolf ended up do doing did doing it. He did horrible. He plays fourth and he got beat by a bunch of guys and he ended up getting second at the, uh, uh the Arnold a few weeks later. But, um, he may, I ended up looking wrong about the whole thing. Uh, okay. and the reason why I did that was because Sean Ray gave me the story. 
he told me at the time we were friendly, or at least I thought we were friendly, and he told me that that he wasn't that Dennis was not going to do the show that Steve Blackman was getting it out of it, get getting Dennis out of it so that Evan could win, and uh, and that that was the plan the whole time that uh, that Evan was going to win and that he was going to take uh, Dennis out of it and there would be no repercussions. I didn't necessarily believe him, so I asked Robert Berninka his um, his workout partner, and he said, "Yeah, that's true." So I went with the story. And after the story broke, a lot of shit went down and, you know, I realized I should have probably written it. And a lot of the flex people were very mad at me and the powers that be were not happy and everything else. Well, Sean Ray wrote on MD about how I was, how I was a horrible journalist and, you know, basically was talking shit because, because nobody knew that he was the one that gave me the source. You know, he was the one that told me that this was, that this was the case. So basically it'd be like me telling PJ, Hey PJ, you know, uh, you know, I uh, this company makes fake products, and you're like, okay, and you went and told everybody this company makes fake products, and then I went on another board and said PJ Braun is a piece of shit, he's a liar, you can't trust anything PJ Braun says, you know, but PJ only said it because I told him, so that's where the beef really comes from. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons, but that that sums it up. That is the the uh, the beginnings of uh, what has turned into you know. Me and him not getting along. I think he's a fucking phenomenal bodybuilder. He's a legend in the sport. I just yeah. not, you know, I'm just not uh, thrilled with the interactions that I've had with the guy personally. Yeah, a lot of my close friends in the industry that deal with him uh, say the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wish it wasn't that way because uh, you know the media in bodybuilding is a, is an extremely small, small, small family. So uh, I would like to get along with the guy. I wish it was, this this stuff hadn't happened. But, you know, you can only... I, you, PJ, you always told me I like too many people. I like everybody. Yes, you do. So you got to really do me fucking wrong for me to, like, not like you, you know? Yes. And uh, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish that me and him were buddies, but it's just not the case. Um, last question, PJ, and then we're done with the show for this week. Jason Anderson, and I did leave out some questions, so if you want us to answer them next time, uh, just rewrite them in the, in the thread on, uh, on the uh, Facebook fan page. Um, Anthony... Diorzo, Diorazio, what's to know any run-ins? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's not the question I want to ask. Jason Anderson wants to know, how about some funny stories about Dave Palumbo? Dave gets great stories from his guests. Have you ever seen Dave do something awkward where he got embarrassed? Or has he told you any funny stories when he's competing or anything else? Um, I've got one for you. You want to tell the story when you met Dave the first time? I always liked that one. Uh, yeah, I could tell that one. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, Evan and Guy were already working with him. And, um, you know, so I I, uh, I was like, all right, let's, you know, I want to go meet him, whatever, and talk to him. And I thought we we're going to go to his house. So you know, we drive all the way along the island to his house. And, and we walk up inside. And the first thing you're greeted by are these two little white, what kind of dogs are those? Um, I don't know. Uh, Maltese? Tiny, is that Maltese, what that's what they are. Maltese. They're like they're four little, pounds. Like little gay-looking little dogs. Abby and, and Bella. Abby and Bella. Abby and Bella. And and they have barrettes in their hair. Uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, they have little barrettes in their hair, and they're little yappy little things. And there's, like, swords all over the place and shit. We've talked about that before. So the whole, like, ambiance, it's already, like, you, you know, you get taken back by that. And Dave comes out, and he's got no shirt on. And uh, just shorts, and uh, you know, the first thing I notice, I'm I'm super like uh, observant. 
I, I tell people that when I when I look at things, it look it's like it's like uh, when the Terminator is looking at things and you see all the scanning and the computer stuff going on. So I'm taking it all in. The first thing I noticed was this, the mass uh, of his big toe, how big it was. And then I just went <laughs> on to the rest the rest of his foot, uh, how mo- how monstrous his feet were. And then I just started going up, uh, and he had no shirt on, and like you know like he was like. Uh, veins all over his stomach and his skin was so like bizarrely thin there was like no body fat anywhere on him and he was just kind of like like sitting there and i was just like staring at him and uh i I was just like i couldn't concentrate and i was like i was like you know kind of trying to like be funny a little bit you know like break the ice like be funny a little bit about i was like uh i was like can can you put your shirt on i I really can't concentrate with you sitting there like that and i guy like started like busting out laughing i think he like liked it you know like like it was like you know, he he thought it was like like a compliment. Like he thought it was funny, uh, but I was just I couldn't I couldn't take it. I couldn't handle it all. It was like uh, looking I into was, the sun. Yeah, I just <laughs> I was like I couldn't. I I never had seen skin that thin in my life. Uh, I felt like a, uh, it was like when you look at like a raw chicken and you can see all the muscle underneath it moving around. Uh, that's what it looked like, and um, you know, you know, he had veins all over the place and just sitting there, all casual. Uh, hand feeding the two little weird dogs was just, was just nuts, you know. It's like, how are we, how, how we going to do like a serious talk? Um, and then, and then one of the dogs had like poop stuck on its butt, and he was like, "Bella, you have poo poo stuck on your butt. Let me get this poo poo off your butt." Like combing it out, like, and I'm just like sitting there, like, "Whoa, this is nuts!" And like, he's a giant <laughs> man. He's a giant man with no shirt on, with veins all over him. Yeah, you know, I, I at, at, up to this point, had only known Dave as, uh, you know, from the magazines. I had never met him before. I had never seen him in real life before. I had read his column all the time. I always enjoyed his column. So this was my first time meeting this guy. It was sort of a, a celebrity to me in a way, you know. I was like starstruck in a sense, but the whole was the atmosphere with the little dogs and the, <laughs> and maybe the baby talk to the dog <laughs> and the no shirt and everything else was just uh, it was pretty... Uh, pretty overwhelming then we went on to have years of me stealing his food and all kinds of other good stories yeah we should tell the stealing the food story uh, i know dave still remembers that not not too fondly so we'll tell that some other time that's yeah. a good story it's funny when we do the shows we remember more and more stories as we go along um oh, i have so many dude there's there, there's been so many times where i uh just witnessed funny shit in dave's hotel room uh, you know, back in like my earlier days with Species, just traveling all around all the shows and just, you know, hanging out in his room and just the funny shit that would go down in his hotel room would be like ridiculous. Yeah, I have I have a lot of Dave Palumbo funny stories, but I'm going to have to think about them because I don't want to tell any to get uh, myself or Dave in trouble because uh, he's got so many stories that he probably that uh, that are not fit for the public. So I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you a funny one real quick. One time we were in a room, and this is just funny because it's something that you don't do. Uh, to your girlfriend. Uh, and the girl that was there, Dave was like, your hair looks different. It looks beautiful. And she was just like, oh, I, I just had it washed and, and, and done and everything. And, and, you know, Colette is right in the other room, and Dave goes, Colette never washes her hair. Oh, he you, should, you shouldn't tell them. You're going to make Dave look bad with these stories. I don't, I don't want to do it was like it's disgusting, and she was like, "That's not true, Dave." He was like, "Yes, it is. You never wash your hair. It's always greasy and it's gross. I don't want it touching my pillow." That's why Dave is very particular with his pillow. Uh, you can't. I have I laid on Dave's bed before in hotels and stuff. He does not like anybody's head touching his pillow. And, and, and actually, Dave washes his pillowcase every other day. 
So yeah, he uh, Dave's like super like uh, he, he's super clean. All right, no like, more no uh, more Dave stories. I don't want to get Dave upset. <laughs> we could tell all kinds of good Dave stories. I'm going to think of a good Dave story for you guys that is um, that is flattering for Dave. It's funny and flattering at the same time. Um, all right, uh, PJ, I think that's the end of uh, Iron Empire Radio for this week. I think this was actually a very good show. I was worried because last week's show, if anybody hasn't listened to last week's show, the dating game show, and PJ tells a really great story about uh, the retarded girl and her tiny vagina friend, um, or the tiny vagina friend and her retarded friend, I guess would make more sense. Um, go back to last week's show, listen to that episode. It was actually, it was probably the best episode we've ever done, if not right right up there at the very best. But this one was good. So I feel like we followed up uh, the really, really amazing one with a very solid one. Yes, we did. I yeah. agree. Um, so uh, that is it for this week. It's three in the morning. I got to edit the show. So PJ, you need to come up with another song for me that fits with this, uh, this what we've been talking about. And uh, Darielle will grade you on your work after. Well, we just talked about so many different topics. So it's, hopefully she won't be uh, too hard on me this time. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I can't promise you anything. I try to get new, newer, uh, or not, not necessarily newer, but uh, lesser known, very good metal stuff out there for our uh, metal fans, because uh, uh, I have a pretty uh, wide library of uh, metal, and uh, I have lots of metalhead friends that send me uh, new metal. So, for instance, the last uh, show I played, Shadows, uh, Shadows Fall, who's awesome. Yeah, and, I noticed. Uh, people- I noticed that had like on the on the YouTube link. When I looked for it, it had like 5,000 views. So I wondered if it was even the right one because not that many people had listened to it. They're from Russia. Oh. Uh, but it was a very, it's an awesome song. And a couple of people sent me messages being like, dude, that song was awesome. I had to go find it. Uh, you know, thank you for showing that in the week before with Machine Head. So um, obviously we know that the first song will be off to think of something fast and creative for the second song. Yep. Um, and next week, if people remind me, I'll talk about registering. Uh, which was an interesting process today. We went through the, um, oh. you know what I'm talking about when I say registering? Yeah, that's when you register for the baby, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was very weird. We went through Bed Bath & Beyond with like a little, with a lady that talked way too much and a uh, and the little gun where you could shoot things you wanted and people will buy them for you. So we'll talk about that next week because uh, we're, uh, we're well over an hour already. Yes, we are. Um, all right, PJ, thank you very much. I hope everybody enjoyed uh, the show this week. If they want to reach PJ Braun, they can reach him at pjbraunfitness at yahoo.com. You should sign up for some training with PJ because it doesn't get any better than PJ Braun. Isn't that right, PJ? <laughs> that is true. Um, and his rates are still very, very ridiculously low. For how much longer, I can't say, but for right now, they're pretty low. And you can follow him at, at sign Braun Fitness on uh, Twitter. Follow me at sign Aaron Singerman on Twitter, and my email is jubacca, B-A-C-C-A, at rxmuscle.com. Until next week, that is Iron Empire Radio. So burning And the thrill 
Fire.